who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Bieras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. All right, go ahead and roll for perception. I got a thirteen. Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language, and with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will, and I'm Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from nature's navigators to nimble ninjas, and today. We're taking you to the Shadowfell. That is correct. Prepare yourselves. I cast Fireball. The Dungeon Cat. Okay, Brian, so today I'm going to take you to a place of shadow, a place of muted dark skies, a place of despair, of dread, and hopelessness. Should a place... I, should I roll perception? Yeah, you, you better. Probably every fucking ten feet you move in this place, because this place will fuck your day up. I'm taking you to the Shadowfell. So, uh, what do you know about the Shadowfell, Brian? Um... That it's kind of like the Feywild in like a, in like a way mm. that it's like um, I don't know is that a history check? Uh, no, that would be uh, I, I would call that Arcana check. Okay, Arcana. <laughs> Nineteen. Shit, you're oh shit! The so dice knows more. Apparently, than me, though. you know a lot about the fucking Shadowfell. <laughs> um, the Shadowfell is inherently tied to the Feywild, but it is yeah, that's how I understand it. Super, super nothing like the Feywild. Yeah, but it like is the super other, duper nothing like the, the yin Feywild. to yang, the Kinda. other side of the same coin. Kind of, yeah. But so, I, I know that it's like another intersecting plane of existence. Right, it is. So we, we spoke uh, in the Feywild episode, we talked about how the Feywild is one of the two mirror worlds of the Prime Material Plane. Hashtag Fey bullshit. Have to, yeah, exactly. And uh, and the, the way that came about was when the world was being created, there were bits of materia or material or whatever that were too brightly colored. 
and that which was too dimly colored, okay, if you will. And that's just a metaphor. That's not like literally, although it also is literally that way. And the colorful stuff coalesced and became the Feywild in a place of, you know. Grayscale Town. Uh, what? Grayscale Town? What's Grayscale Town? It sounds like that's what the Shadowfell is. Oh, yes. Very much so. Gotcha. Okay. I, I'm like, the Feywild's not Grayscale Town. What are you talking oh, yeah, about? Oh, yeah. The Shadowfell's Grayscale yeah, the Fe- Town. The Feywild is very, uh, very magically inherent, you know, very uh, colorful, very flamboyant, very full of life, very vibrant, um, very saturated. The Shadowfell is a dismal place uh, that is incredibly colorless. I dare say drab. Very, very drab. Drab to the extreme. Uh, everything is black, white, or gray, and almost nothing in between. And things that come there from other planes of existences, the color that they bring with them is often muted and and just just dim. It's like sponged out. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And anyone who's there for more than a few weeks begins to uh, lose their their color and their their almost their sense of self. The the place permeates dread and permeates death. Any 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 plant life that there is is often very sparse, often very deadly because it oh. is you know it's you know, very thorny, very uh, poisonous and and stuff like that. And um, there's very little of it. And uh, because of that, there's actually very little life at all in the shadow. Film. Yeah, nothing's getting enough um, sun. It's yeah, like the ground just literally the sucking s- the vitamin yeah. D right out of you. Sun never shines in the shadow. Fell. It is always it is always dreary. Um, like my soul. Yeah. Yes. And like <laughs> the souls of all the people stuck here. The Shadowfell is also known as the Plane of Shadow. And I didn't mention this in the Feywild episode, but the Feywild also is also known as the Plane of Fairy. Just the only reason I say that is because the whole Feywild Shadowfell dichotomy didn't really come into existence in D and D until fourth edition. Right. Okay. Uh, and before that, there was the Plane of Fairy and there was the Plane of Shadow, but it wasn't this dark and light mirror of the Prime Material Rain uh, 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 Plane war thing going on. So, uh, just figured I'd say that. Now, here's a question: Is the Shadowfell inherently evil? I don't think so. To that, I would say kinda. I mean, yeah. in some ways, yes. In some ways, it is inherently tied to death. And okay. quite frankly, in all my research, and not just research, and just all my experience when it comes to this fucking place, is that it who rules here is really up for fucking debate. Because, like, in some iterations, it's the goddess of death, the Raven Queen. And okay. she's got her own little, like, demi-plane called Lutherna. And she rules the Shadowfell, and uh, she's uh, the god of, like, true neutrality. All souls that die have to come through the Shadowfell to Lutherna before she decides their ultimate fate. Um, I've seen that. I've seen it where there are these beings, these very, very undescribed beings called the Dark Powers. And I would I, the, the closest thing I would liken them to would be, like... Archfey, like Archfey, but like, yeah, yeah, but like, uh, they're so mysterious. They seem more powerful than even Archfey because they're responsible for certain things, like, um, the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess it's kind of a demi plane of uh, Barovia, which is the Castle Ravenloft uh, okay. campaign setting, which we'll talk a little bit about here today. But that's in its own Alice Exteris uh, episode. Uh, but the Dark Powers are they they create these like different pocket dimensions, and they supposedly rule the Shadowfell within but, like, the Shadowfell. Different pocket. dimensions. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, you can only get to these pocket dimensions through the Shadowfell in the first place. Gotcha. Okay. It, yeah, it gets confusing. But for sure. So I'm like, where do these guys, these unnamed powers? fit into it if the goddess of death herself is kind of here but then it gets even more confusing because the raven queen is often seen uh vying for power against the likes of certain demon princes like orcus 
or even certain gods like Vecna, who's like a god of necromancy. And Orcus is also, he's a, he's a ruler of undead. She's trying to get with them? No, she hates them. Oh, she and, wants to murder uh, Yeah, murder she's them like, fuck them. Like, the undeath. Undeath is against the natural order. All things must die. It is the way it must be. It's Murktown in the Shadowfell. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And there's a lot of factions in the Shadowfell, and we'll get into that. So, like, again... All vying for power. All vying for power, but, like, but are they, like... Orcus, okay, so Orcus's cult is maybe in the Shadowfell, but he should be in the Abyss, which is his own Atlas Stairs. Okay. Yeah, so like I said, it's very confusing. And here's another thing, too, is uh, the Shadowfell... where it's not supposed to be. Yeah, the Shadowfell is... The Shadowfell is... Uh, rot with undead. There's so much undead stuff going on here, which makes, to me personally, no sense since the Queen of Death, who hates undeath, rules here. Yeah. So, um, who it, really rules the Shadowfell? I don't fucking know. Well, it's kind of weird that, like, not weird. I like the the version D and D put together of undead, which is to, like to say, like, you know, ghosts are undead. They are. Yeah, that, and that's not like typically like I think of zombies or like. Yeah, like kind of more like a physical, fleshy thing. When I think yeah. of an undead, like a skeleton or something like that. Yeah, yeah skeletons I, are also undead. They but. are, they are, and I understand that. I understand that completely. And I think most of the time, when people generally say the undead, they are talking about the more fleshy versions of the undead. Right. But there are more than that. There's wraiths. There's specters. There's ghosts. Yeah. There's a lot those of are incorporeal. All, those stuff. are all like supernatural. Like yeah, well, it's all yeah, supernatural. It's all supernatural. I, yeah, I draw yeah. like the split. Like before yeah. I got to D and D, that those things were split. Ghosts were one. Thing and right. like zombies were another yeah. thing, and they are they are another, but they do fall under the broader category of uh, undeath and necromancy and all right. that stuff. Okay, but yeah, so so the Shadowfall is, is is wrought with this stuff. So okay, we talked about the Feywild and how it intersects with the Prime Material Plane. Yes, and, and I, I think of that as like big ellipses, ellipses. Okay, um, that so like kind a Venn of diagram. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and they well they yeah they kind of split like the tip of one might come out of another. Or, like, it might intersect more, like, along its wider, the wider part of it. So. Like, some more area is affected. Like a bubble. I, I, that's a good metaphor. Unfortunately, like, it doesn't quite capture the way it really is. Because, like, the way it really is, is it doesn't make sense to, like, normal physics. So, it's hard to describe on a pen and paper. But it's a good, it's a good metaphor. It's a good analogy. Like, kind of thinking about it as I world build. Yeah. And there are places affected by it. And oftentimes, it is is drawn exactly how you're describing more. Like, if you pictured the prime material plane as, like, an oval, Mm -hmm. and then it would, you would have two, like, uh, like, uh, what's perpendicular ovals that slightly intersected on that oval? And, yeah, but like even though like that's a good like visual, that's not really the way it is because like the way it's supposed to be is like these layers are literally on top of each other at all times. Yes, okay. And the only way they're ever able to intersect are when certain key locations are similar enough in in all in in both uh, planes that um that they become one. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, so that makes sense to me. Yeah. So while the Feywild uh, often had Fey crossings in places of like nature or like beautiful mountain peaks, uh, you know, stuff like yeah, that. Like certain the, standing like the, stones. Like the Amazon rainforest would yeah. be like Feywild. Yeah. I could. Yeah. Exactly. Shadow crossings are usually found in like swamps or crypts or uh, cemeteries. Ancient battlefields where a lot of people died, um, and other like gloomy places throughout the world. Yeah, very shadowy Some places. Places that never see the sun. Exactly, places that never see the sun. See death. Exactly. So, those are the places that you find uh, uh, shadow crossings, and um, and and we we talked about how like it, 
from there, there are other crossings into other demiplanes, and those are created by the, the things called the uh, the dark powers. Okay. So the sun never shines, not a lot of plant life. The landscape is usually, like, grim stone, like, uh, like just plains of death, or, like, great mountains with jagged black peaks and whatnot. Um, in, like, in our world, there might just be a mountain, but in the Shadowfell, that mountain will be like black jagged, no life on it, and maybe even like the peak will be will resemble like that of a skull. Yeah, just, okay. Just to have that little some cheese dark, on top. Some dark stuff. It's just so inherently dark that <laughs> skull mountains appear, and uh, yeah. So uh, and it's inherently a place of despair, not just because of all these nasty, ugly things, but it permeates the air. And like when a player character goes to the Shadowfell, they literally once a day have to make a wisdom save to fight off Shadowfell despair. That's cool. And that's it, almost like exhaustion. It's almost like exhaustion and it can leave you feeling apathetic. It can make you feel hopeless and suicidal and it can even drive you to madness depending on how bad you roll. How do you handle that as a DM like when There are literal rules in that's the right. DMG. That's right. You're right. There yeah. are. So what what happens is uh, the player has to roll. I think it's against a 10 wisdom save so it's a pretty low but when you got to do it every day yeah like it, it adds up um it's, but it's uh, hard because like how why would uh there needs to be rules for that because a, like a player character is like who's never been insane hopefully right like, well let's hope how would they <laughs> let me try to role play this yeah, you or do, like who would you want do what to you can the there DM are would be there like, are you in, must be insane now yeah, i would say one good way to do it is uh in the rage of demons um uh adventure that uh uh, D&D came out with I think it was last year or the year before that there are literal insanity rules because it's part of the campaign like the the demon princes are amongst the mortals and their presence is driving people crazy oh shit yeah and that so I would look there for ideas although those insanity charts might be a little too extreme for the madness that the Shadowfell might give you but that's that's a place to look if you have that module um, other than that there are some rules in the DMG that tells you like if they fail a save you roll a d6 and depending on what you roll a certain effect happens to the player character cool now um it doesn't get touched on in the DMG that much, but I've seen this in in literal Forgotten Realms books written about characters in the Shadowfell, and the Shadowfell despair thing can fucking kill you. And it can Ooh. more than just kill you. It can decimate you into nothingness. You will seep into shadow and fail to exist anymore if you give yourself over to the despair of the Shadowfell too far. That sounds terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> and that gets us into, uh, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> and it gets us into a discussion on one of the most, the uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's actually, yeah, you become like this black shadowy dust and basically Oh, ash, that's like literal. And you're nothing. Oh, dang. Yeah. And uh, this, this gets us onto like the, probably the most common denizen uh, outside of the undead of the Shadowfell, and that's a people called the Shadarkai. Right. Who there isn't uh, an official racial racial template for, but I've, I have made my own homebrew one because it's one of my favorite races. And we actually, we have one in our game now. Yes. And we had one in the game I was running, and hopefully we get back to that game one of these days. But uh, Shadarkai are very interesting. Yes, they are. So, I like them. They're very, very fun to roleplay with. Yes, yeah. Uh, and, and being one is very interesting as well. So Shadarkai are... Oh, I gotta stop you there. Shout out to Josh Freeland. Oh, yes. Our favorite Shadarkai. <laughs> right on. Um, so uh, the Shadarkai are humanoids. Um, the, the I think the story goes that they were a, a tribe of humans that worshipped the Raven Queen. And they feared death, and so they asked the Raven Queen to 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 uh, 
like uh, cure them of this fear of death. And okay. she did so by teaching them to 100% accept death as part of life and this and that. And they were so loyal to her, she brought them into the Shadowfell with her uh, to live and to kind of be her servants. And I, I've seen that you know, um, shown in, in, in certain like D&D settings. But um, I've also seen where they're not so reverent to her. They're not so like attached to her. And they kind of form like these tribes that kind of roam the Shadowfell. And, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, they, they wage war on each other a lot. And here's the thing. So the thing about the Shadowfell or the Shatterkai is like they've been exposed to the Shadowfell for so long that falling into Shadowfell despair is a daily battle for them. Like every minute of every hour of every day. And the only way to fend it off is to keep the adrenaline going, keep the excitement going, make sure that whatever they're doing, they're feeling something in the moment. Get that rush. And that has led to an uh, incredibly bizarre society where it is the societal norm to seek out uh, pain, like inflicting self-mutilation, infi- inflicting pain on others, extreme sexual promiscuity, um, an insane amount of like piercings and tattoos. Uh, they're all fighters. They all know how to fight, and they they fight regularly. Uh, it's a very vicious, very thrill-seeking society. And the reason they do it is so that they don't uh, suffer a fate worse than death. Right. And uh, they they don't just uh, self-inflict pain. They inflict pain on each other and others. Yes, exactly. And they're <laughs> whoa. And they're often very brutal. Careful. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Jesus, gonna fall down on the super podcast. chair. Super chair. Let's see if I can fix this situation. Nope, that didn't do it. That you gotta push it. the bar. Yeah, I did yeah. it. So, um, right. so, so it le- it leads to uh, a society of people that are, uh, I would say, incredibly barbaric, incredibly vicious, incredibly cruel, um, and constantly obsessed with death. Yes, and uh, in this in, place of death. In this place of death. Uh, other things that live in the Shadowfell besides like the undead. Uh, and uh, Shadow Kai are Shadowborn, which are basically anybody who, like any race that ends up in the Shadowfell and ends up stuck there. Because oftentimes, if you end up in the Shadowfell, it's very hard to get you, get out. Yeah, um, get stuck in these planes. For yeah, a while. so dwarves, elves, halflings, humans that get stuck in the Shadowfell and end up living there and are born there and die there. They're called the Shadowborn, um, and there's nothing really mechanical out there for them. Um, but there's some role play stuff that I would definitely encourage someone who is Shadowborn to do because your society is going to be a lot different than it normally would be. Would it be more like how the Shatter Kai are, or is it Mm-mm. unique to each? Um, it's just generally just generally more grim. Um, it's not going to be like the Shatter Kai because they're not. They, again, the Shatter Kai are so suffused with shadow that they're constantly on edge of just the scale tipping just that that much for them to dissipate into shadow yeah so like the shadowborn aren't there yet but theoretically the shadowborn eventually will become like the shadow archai once they are there long enough as a people so. um we're having some technical difficulties and we're gonna have to take our short rest a little early here are we okay yes. let's yeah let's do it all right short rest time <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. It doesn't matter if you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. It's like I said before, Shopify is going to take your business no matter what stage it's at and elevate it to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Wander with us into a world of magic. Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with and reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. We'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales. Hey everybody, this is the part of the show where we stop everything just to say thank you. And we are thanking you for listening in and for supporting us. We really appreciate it. If you want to help us out even more, if you're listening to us on your podcast app, maybe go check us out on YouTube. Subscribe there. If you're checking us out on YouTube, maybe go download us on a podcast app and subscribe there. Uh, Leaving reviews is also very helpful. Like, subscribe, and of course the most important thing that you possibly do to help us out is to just share us. You know, tell your friends, you know, somebody that might like the show, let them know that the dungeon cast is out there and doing it big D&D style for all of you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At least we hope trying. Yeah, we're, we're doing our best and we're having a blast doing it. And uh, I, I love talking about this stuff. I honestly would be talking about this stuff anyway. So it's kind of nice to 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 organize it, structure it and uh, put it in show format. I really like it. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been a good time. Um, so yeah, uh, we're on SoundCloud.com slash the Dungeon Cast. Mm-hmm. We're on uh, anywhere that you can get podcasts. Really, mm-hmm. um, we're on that good YouTube. Getting yes. our getting our video yes, game straight. I'm trying to get my uh, my video game straight. Had me a little hiccup. Yeah, just and, a, just a bit ago. Right. And if you if you did originally check out some of our stuff on YouTube, but didn't like the video format, you might want to go check it out again because it is greatly improved since our you know our early days of doing this. Uh, just uh, I would say we put a lot of effort into it. So uh, yeah, check it out. Trying to improve every week. That's what it's mm-hmm. all about here mm-hmm. on the Dungeon Cast. And like we said, tell your friends, let them know that that we got a show for them. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's it. We're not saying anything. Anybody we got to shout out? Shout out to Sandy getting that hard sign off idea. <laughs> you know, always shout out to Sandy. He's always coming up, coming up clutch. Yep, absolutely. And shout out to uh, to Rosden. Oh yeah, of course. AKA Josh Freeland. Yep. AKA uh, Digo. Yep. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. I think uh, we're all rested up. Yeah. I've shaken off my Shadowfell despair, and I'm ready to go. Let's go back to the show. Yes, we are good. We have returned. All right. Um, I've gotten my things straight. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's do it. All right. Well, before the rest, we were talking about the people or things and people that live in the Shadowfell. Uh, Shadow Kai, Shadowborn. 
Uh, also, things called shades, and I'm sure you're seeing a freaking trend here with sh words. But uh, some nasty plants too. Yeah, Let's yeah, we'll get them. we'll get to that. So shades are interesting because they are humanoid beings that at some point in their life um, gave a piece of their soul. Yes, to have shadowfell powers. It's interesting. Um, I threw some shades at you guys when I. Um, oh, okay. I was yeah. like, how, how do you know about these shades, Brian? Tell <laughs> it's, me. <laughs> it's they're really cool. I, I liked. Yeah. I really liked reading about them in the yeah. in the monster manual. They're they were cool. like one of my favorite little thi- like out of the pool of things I was trying to select mm-hmm. from. I uh, I had the most fun with choosing them. Right. Well, then you probably know that when they give a part of their soul to be infused with shadow, it does something to their mind and their their heart and their soul where yeah. it makes them have wicked thoughts and do wicked things. And uh, believe it or not, 4th Edition actually introduced the Shade as a playable character race, oh. which is weird. And That's kind of like a drow, know, huh? Mm, I'd say it's a lot worse than a drow because, like, Shades should be pretty inherently evil. I, I, mean, I kind of like the idea of, like, maybe you did it because you had to and you're constantly fighting the evil within you i kind of like that take on it but like other than that you know yeah well, that's a pretty kinda, special circumstance you, you got evil infused into your soul what do you want like mm. i'm sorry guy you're, you're probably gonna be pretty bad so uh that, so no no player got that bad mouth feel. yeah exactly so there are shades and they and they dwell in and out of the shadowfell as well Hags can make their their uh, lives there, even though hags are traditionally fey creatures. There are night hags that, um, well, although are still traditionally fey, they, they sometimes live there. I've read books of hags in the Shadowfell. So. Hags are the baby stealers, right? They do steal babies, but they do a lot of other things. They're witches. Um, they are inherently ugly. Like Ugliness, it's not a subjective thing with them. They are objectively supposed to be attributed the most ugly attributes that, man. that hook knows with the warts on mm-hmm. it. The ring, mm-hmm. the wrinkles. They're all wrinkles and warts and, and, and nastiness, and they smell and they live in yucky lives. <laughs> and uh, that'll be a nice monster mythos episode to do. I like hags. They're, it's they're scary. Fun. They're yeah. fucking scary. Yeah. It's always fun in D&D to describe how things smell. Yeah. Yeah, it comes up more often than you think. Yeah. Or maybe just as often as you'd think. But you smell that nasty poop garbage. Yeah, there's a lot of nasty smelling things in D&D. <laughs> so um, Shadowhounds are a fun thing uh, that live in the Shadowfell, and they're pretty much pretty self-explanatory. They're like shadow wolves or wolves infused with shadow. They're like the Shatter Kai of wolves. It's like there a, you go. Yeah, okay. It's like a hellhound. Kind of, um, and much like Shadowhound, much like Hellhounds, um, Shadowhounds are kind of portrayed as like these big burly mastiff looking things. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool, but I also like the idea of them being like sleek and fast. Because a lot of things in the Shadowfell, for some reason or another, are very sleek, fast, and selfish. Yeah, it's a very dexterity kind of mm-hmm. oriented area. Yeah, it is. Like Shades, uh, Shatterkai. Stealthy. Um, uh, nightmares are another thing that live here. I don't know if you know what a nightmare is, Brian. I do. You I do. do. I think so. You know what I, a nightmare I, is? I, I, Tell well, me what a nightmare is, Brian. I know that it's not like a good dream. Well, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> not one of those good, good dreams, though. No, it's like a ghost, right? Like No. Uh, what was it? Wasn't it like dressed like a person with like kind of dreadlocky things? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Well, That's okay, the white, I, okay. No? I know where you're coming from. So you're talking about the, the mythological uh, nightmare. The, the demon that, like, sits on your chest and paralyzes you and forces you to have a bad dream. Nope. Or maybe that's not what you're talking about. Nope. Guess I don't know. Okay. So you have no <laughs> idea what a nightmare is. Well, I feel okay, like I, I was in the monster manual. I definitely saw that. It is that. definitely in the monster manual. Yeah. And it is in the shape of a horse. It's a horse of <sighs> fire and shadow. Oh. Uh, it was probably too strong. 
Uh, yes, they're very use. powerful. Yeah, they're very powerful. And uh, but they they do also roam the Shadowfell. I actually read a really cool book where a Shadow Kai formed an alliance with a nightmare, and they like they helped each other out against this hag. And it's it's a really cool book. Now I know I I, I remember now. It, uh, I imagine the horse that Ichabod Crane would ride. Yes, you mean the headless horseman? But yes. Oh yeah, in the story with Ichabod Crane. Yes. Where am I today? <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> the Shadowfell will do that to you. So. So, uh, Shadowhounds, Undead, Hags, Nightmares, all these nasty, nasty things. But it gets a little bit nastier because this is also a place where shadow dragons make their home. Nice. Or it's more a place that dragons live sometimes for whatever fucking reason they decide to. Become and then shadow become dragons. shadow dragons yeah. over time because the magic coalesces with the magic of the dragons and a part of... It gets onto a part of them, and they just become <laughs> some sh- part of you imprinted onto yeah, exactly. me. Exactly, <laughs> and uh, thus a shadow dragon is born, and they're usually just the dragon on steroids with like extra necrotic stuff going on, uh, necrotic resistances, super stealth, and <laughs> maybe even teleportation going on. There's a template in the monster manual. That's very scary. Uh, yes, I've I've <laughs> looked at it, and I decided if I if I use one in our game, yeah, that it's going to be uh, its personality is going to be based off of Hugo. Hugo Weaving. I like it. From from the Matrix. Of course. Mr. Smith, the <laughs> <Yes>. dragon. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so that's... Um, and then, of course, the undead. And the undead is a broad term like we discussed, but like generally what I see is a lot of ghosts. Yeah. A lot of uh, like lost souls, if you will, on their way to Lotharna. I like that. Uh, it is cool. But there's also uh, a lot of necromancers, a lot of vampires, ghouls, the zombies, um... I guess whites, because zombies, white schools, and gas, they all kind of fall in the same fucking yeah, category. Yeah. Um, and, and pretty much any undead. But um, the uh, believe it or not, in this sparsely populated, horrible, horrible plane of existence, there are actually cities that do exist. I was going to ask, do people like build homes in the Shadowfell? There are cities. And, and there has to be if you're how like, they got there, running a tribe. Yeah, how they got there is a little interesting. Okay, so in Forgotten Realms, there's a city called uh, Neverwinter, which okay. is probably, it's on the Sword Coast. There's even whole games just called Neverwinter. Um, I hear that name getting used yeah. often. Yes, it's it's very popular fantasy city, um, and it's a pretty cool place. Does it snow? No, I don't think so. I don't actually know that much about Neverwinter, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm not a Forgotten Realms fan. I like how in Adventure Zone it did. Uh, it did did it snow in, in Neverwinter? What was it, Crystal Kingdom when they were looking down at it at the moon oh, from the yeah, moon base? Could, I yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That that was a that was the Christmas I was basic like, season. Ah. <laughs> um well Neverwinter has a mirror city in the Shadowfell called Evernight. And it is a city of undead. Oh, okay. And I don't think I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's it's not too widely known about. I'd say the most popular city in Shadowfell is Gloomrot, which we'll talk about in a second. But Evernight is uh, a city of undead. It is usually uh, like beat to hell, like almost like it's it's a city in as much as maybe at one point it was a city, but now it's just like ruined down. <laughs> okay. But there are denizens there, and they're usually like vampires. Or um, necromancers uh, dabbling in dark magic, cultists of Orcus and stuff like that. And uh, it is actually ruled, get this, by a noble class of ghouls that rule this city. Okay. Which is, I think, awesome. That's, like, really cool. Are we talking, like... Because I know the medieval setting is usually more popularized, so is, or more popular in D anD. d So, mm-hmm. are we talking about like a castle to city, like with yeah, walls with around walls, it? We, yeah, it's okay. a city. It's a city. It's just like run down, really. But not like really modern. Poorly. Not like skyscrapers and 
Like um, old traffic lights that no. are okay. God no. What? Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I was just I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all fantasy, all all, all medieval. All okay. medieval. So yeah, you know, it's a city like that. And it's uh um so I like the concept of like this this once like great mm-hmm. civilization that's like almost kind of been gutted and is mm-hmm. rotting out. You know, like yeah. uh, like how it, like L.A. would be if you just kind of trashed the place and got rid of all the people. Yeah. Well, I mean, this place is like that, but as if like it was a great city of long ago that that happened to. Yeah. Right. It's not like a modern city that got gutted. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's this noble class of ghouls. And I just think that's interesting because ghouls, uh, although traditionally are smarter, they're like sentient compared to like zombies. I, I've never really seen them like presented as that intelligent. I just think it's kind of a cool idea. So another city in uh, Shadowfell is a city called Gloomrot, which is probably the most uh, popular of the cities, so the most well-known city in uh, the Shadowfell. And like a lot of Shadowborn live there. It's like an actual running economy, like an actual okay. city. And it's ruled by like a, a nobleman and like there's there's lords and, and whatnot. And the, probably the most common people that live there are Shatterkai. But one of the cool things about this place is um, there are these demonic looking gargoyle things called the keepers. Oh, cool. And no one that knows awesome. what they are. No one knows where they came from, but what they do is they upkeep the city and they serve no one. They like repair the roads. They, well, they do, but they also, okay. So this city <laughs> this fucking dark, mysterious, ever, statuesque yeah. figure comes to life and like grabs a shovel and a well, wheelbarrow and, they fly. and like starts. <laughs> yeah, sure. It flies over to a wheelbarrow <laughs> yeah. and wheels it over to like a pothole. And just starts filling it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I like that. But no, they uh they the city is also ever changing. Okay. Like buildings rise and fall, disappear, roads change, everything's different from oh, day to fuck. day. And it's the keepers doing this. Yeah, they sound busy. To whatever purpose it is they serve. No one knows who made them, no one knows who they serve, no one knows why it is they do what they do, but they do it anyway. Is that what it says? Like in their lore? Mm-hmm. Like in their Yeah. Oh, okay. There it is. And nobody knows. And nobody knows. There's a lot of that when we get into this more fringe stuff in D&D. Maybe when we read Yawning um, Portal, it'll have something on that. Uh, maybe. That's more like dungeon exploration stuff, but who knows? We'll see. Um, the third city I want to talk about in the Shadowfell is a city I read about um, in Forgotten Realms. It's called uh, Ikemu or Ikemu. Uh, I think it's Ikemu. And it is an interesting city because it rides on a border of a shadow crossing. Okay. Um, half the city exists in the underdark of the prime material plane, and the other half exists in the Shadowfell. Okay. And now I like the city a lot because unlike the other two cities, which are really shitty places to live, this place is actually pretty okay, and it's very, very well organized. And the Shadarkai that live here are exceptionally different from Shadarkai uh, that are shown in other places throughout like D and D. Okay. Um, it's because these Shadarkai are more civilized, and they've learned to develop a society that doesn't rely on the horrible society of self-mutilation and violence and promiscuous sex and violent acts and all, all this stuff. Um, and the way they do that is they find a, a greater purpose in religion. And specifically... Oh, shit. Specifically, uh, they are... They, are aligned with the god Tempest, who is a neutral deity of like war and battle and whatnot. Okay, so they're not really trying to get in with the Raven Queen. No, as a matter of fact, the Raven Queen doesn't exist in Forgotten Realms. Oh, like, okay. She is a strictly fourth edition D and D kind of deity. I think right. she's really cool. She's one of my favorite deities, and we'll do an episode on her one day. 
but uh, no, these these guys align themselves with with Tempest, and uh, Tempest is a pretty cool deity because he really is neutral. He's not like about waging war, but he is about like the fight and like military stuff, and it keeps them military. It keeps them. Um, it gives them purpose, and that purpose gives them drive, and it keeps them from fading into the shadow fell. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the like what they there's a lot of trade that goes on here because like the Underdark, even though we haven't talked about it a lot, like there's a lot of bad stuff down there but there are cities and there are like trade routes yeah like civilizations like exist yeah so there like, are gnomes so yeah so traders come to this place like it, it's got a flowing economy fuck man and they gotta gotta got take my route down to fucking what was it called again Ikemu. i gotta gotta <laughs> take Ikemu. my route down to Ikemu. <laughs> and i know right wish me luck i know right and uh there the city's actually because it's split in half like um only Shatterkai are allowed on the Shadowfell side of things. So it's split like right down the middle. Yeah, it's so Shatterkai aren't limited where they, they can. They can go. go wherever. They rule the city. But, but they're like, you stay out. Yeah, don't fucking cross this line though. <laughs> exactly. We'll kill you. Yeah, we'll kill you. Um, and and they will. Um, and um, I don't know. I thought I thought it was cool. And I thought it was a cool way to like show that the Shatterkai don't have to be so um crazy <laughs> yeah like living in like a tribe in the wild mm-hmm. like i don't know what are they doing all the time like yeah. fucking cutting themselves and like going up on rocks and and fucking well yeah there's a lot of that <laughs> there's a lot of all that um so one of the things i read in this For book sure. which the name of this book is um eluding me i think it was either unbroken chain or breaking the chains something to do with chains because the main guy fought with chains with spike chains it wasn't called eluding me no Sorry, that's a bad joke. No. No. God. God, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and in this book, there is an a quote-unquote execution of a Shadar Kai. Um, oh, like a he, public one? like a Not a public one. But it, it is, it, it's not an execution, but it's totally an execution. And it's with a very sympathetic character, and it's actually a really sad moment. And um, basically... Like a planned? Are we talking like a planned assassination? No, here? this is an execution. Like, so like it's public beheading? in as much like about how a beheading is public. That's, yeah, like that's literally in front of people. Like, it's in public in as much as someone getting the electric chair chair is public. It's so not, but scheduled. like, it's, yeah, it's scheduled, and it's it's scheduled. decided by court. Yeah, it's scheduled <laughs> and decided by court or by ruling law, and like everyone knows. And so this guy, he it was a political execution, like. The the leader didn't want to do it, but he kind of had to do it to save face. And it's this really fucked up situation. But, like, he leaves himself this really sly out of guilt, which is really shitty, where basically if the if the the person who's guilty, who I can't remember his name right now, was not guilty, um, Tempest would, would give him uh, uh, protection. And, like, okay. if his faith in Tempest was strong enough, he would be okay. And this is what they did to him. Because remember everything I said about how it works with Shatterkai is they locked, they chained him to a chair in an empty dark room and blindfolded him. For sure. For nine days straight. For sure. They kept giving him food and water. Do you remember what happens? Sounds to like sh- the shadow fell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you remember what happens to Shatterkai if they're not stimulated? Yeah, they'll fall into the despair. Exactly. And, like... It was a death sentence. There was no way he was going to make it. And you literally have to read through like day by day. And I think it's by day seven he gives up. And like oh, when no. they come to get him, he's he's gone. Oh, it was really fucked bummer. up. I was like, no, this is horrible. But yeah, so Shadow Kai, no joke. Shadowfell, no joke. And I don't know. You got any questions about Shadowfell? Um, 
like how would you happen upon it like you would the Feywild? Yeah, it it can totally happen like that. Okay, um, so it's, just, it's very much like the Feywild where you're you, walking you through can. some caves or something, and mm. you're just like, oh God, shit! Like, what a horrible day! I feel very sad all of a sudden. <laughs> yes. everything. Yeah, suddenly you're you just guys really feel depressed. <laughs> yeah, I no, think you, that fucking plant is trying to eat my shoe. No, <laughs> like that, that kind of thing. That just might be madness at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you no. said there were fo- there was like foliage that would like attack you. There is okay, so there there are like blights, which um, they're in the monster manual, and they're like plant life that like can take like a humanoid form and it's in oh, I see. so okay. sometimes you'll see that. But like, I the plant life is is wicked in as much as like. So I was reading, I think it was like Venus flytrappy kind of, is no, that what we're talking? No. Okay. So like, it's, it's kind of silly if you ask me, but in the DMG it says like the plant life is wicked in as much as like, as travelers are like traveling through brush, like the branches will catch their clothing and like tug at, tug at them and stuff. And it's just like, it's like the seemingly evil thing. It's not actually that. It's just annoying. It's just, an, <laughs> it's just annoying and like <laughs> trying to grab you and drag you to your death, but it's unable to because it's this a fucking place tree. This place is slightly more troublesome than everywhere else. Yes, exactly. Ah. <laughs> um, oh, another thing to talk about is uh, there are these mists that roam around the Shadowfell called the Shadow Mists. And um, sometimes they're controlled by the Raven Queen and sometimes the Dark Powers. I don't know. When the Raven, Raven Queen uses it, she can literally use it to, like, she sends her shadow mist to the normal normal uh, mortal plane and can grab shit and bring it to her. Uh, also, they just kind of roam the shadow fell. Okay. Um, the dark powers I've seen use the shadow mists to siphon away these demi planes of existence, uh, including Barovia, which is surrounded by these shadow planes, which you cannot escape is that left. one of those pockets? It is a pocket dimension, yeah. Okay. Um, it is an entire region of the Prime Material Plane that got sucked into the Shadowfell because of some bullshit that went down. And Baron, uh, um, oh my god, I can't, uh, Strahd von Zarevich, that's his name. Uh, he, uh, Colorful. Yeah, he's basically Dracula. And, okay. Uh, and I mean, he really is. Nosferatu, he's, he's Dracula? No, he's like... Like Dracula, Dracula. Like he's not like sexy Dracula. He's not Nosferatu Dracula either, though. He's not uh, Joey Triviani Dracula. I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, the guy from Friends. N- what? No. What? Never mind. <laughs> okay. God, your fucking references. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that'll be in a different episode. But it Barovia is surrounded by the Shadow Mist, and no Sorry, one. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Joey Triviani Dracula for a second. I was like, I no. thought you said you didn't know what that is. I don't. Never mind. I don't. Go back to the. other I just thing. said it's not Nosferatu. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's like a more like okay Castlevania Dracula. Yes, there we go. Okay. It's super Castlevania, except for way scarier than Castlevania, if you ask me. Although Castlevania is really cool. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> Barovia is surrounded by these shadow mists, and uh, if the dark powers or if uh, Strahd himself don't want you to escape, you're you're never leaving Barovia ever. You're stuck there, and Barovia will suck in people both from the Shadowfell or even from the Prime Material Plane, just randomly. Uh, not randomly. The oh. dark powers they they decide who comes and goes. <laughs> reach out and touch mm-hmm. you. Real bad, mm, yeah, in a in a big bad way. <laughs> no, um, okay, so uh, that's that's basically all I got to say about the shadow fell off the top of my head. Can we Unless talk about um, like do so? Are there planes of existence that intersect with each other? Like, um, 
Hmm. Would the Shadowfell and the Feywild ever like have this weird kind of like compete going on, maybe, or like a mix up, or like I don't really see that. I see them as being very far away from each other. Okay, yes. Despite like being both connected to the same realm of existence, they're um, everything's they're on the same. The way I'm seeing it is like it's on the same spectrum, like a uh, spectrum of light. And mm-hmm. one is over here with all the color, and one is like their grayscale, like on the yeah, other yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Uh, I very rarely see Shadowfell and Face stuff get intermingled, despite them being so related to each other, because they're so different. Because the, they're so yeah. vastly different. Um, actually, funny thing: the Shadow Kai, the Shadow Kai came about as like a alternative or like Shadow Fey to what are the Elijah, which we'll have to talk about one of these days. Yeah, and they, okay. there are a lot of well, there's a lot of similarities and like abilities, but that's about it. Okay. Uh, everything else is drastically different. And I, I do have one more question. It's yeah. um, when you are, I want to separate the reality from the homebrew here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Misty Step, in your homebrew, Misty Step is something a Shatterkai can do like a one a day? Kinda? Yes. And is oh, that... Once once every short rest. Same with the Eladrin. Yes. Yeah. So is that something that carries over into like Shatter, Shatterkai lore, like Indian Yes, fiction? it does. Shatterkai definitely have that. Uh, sometimes they have the ability to become incorporeal for a moment. Cool. That's really which cool. Which is really cool. Sometimes they can like literally teleport. Like they're... Oh, man, dude. I, I ran a... Once I ran a Shatterkai uh, hybrid ranger cleric. In 4th edition, it was so much fun, and I took a feat that transformed what was my shadow jaunt, which is what you know as Misty Step in 5th edition, right? and made it so that I could literally, rather than just teleport, I think, 30 feet, I could teleport something like 100 feet by Ooh. stepping into one shadow and stepping out of another. That's cool. I was like, this is dope! Yeah, That reminds me yeah. of that. Um, I think it's Bard stuff or Druid mm-hmm. stuff. It might be Druid stuff, where mm-hmm. uh, in Critical Role, I know they teleport through trees. Oh, that's cool. Like one guy can go through a tree and like just go Come like, oh, does tree? that place have trees? Right. I got us. It's very much like, uh, that That reminds me of Game of Thrones when it comes to uh, they the old gods and stuff. Show? No, they don't. But like, I'm not going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to watch Game of Thrones is all I got to say. I guess. Yes. No, you do. Definitely. Oh. Um, Jamie says I should read Game of Thrones. Don't. I mean, dude, I'm not, I'm not say don't. Like the books are... The books are okay. Like, I like the books, and I know that's blasphemous, and I probably just pissed off everybody who listens to the show. But, like, I do, honest to God, this is the one occasion where I actually like the show better. I don't know why, but I read the first three and a half books. I actually couldn't make it through book four. Mm. I read a lot of fantasy. I couldn't make it through book four. It just wasn't keeping me there. Listeners of this podcast slash video, go into the comments and tell me what I should do. Should I Game of Thrones at all? And if I am going to Game of Thrones, should I read or watch? I would say I would say watch just 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 me. I mean, they can tell you what they're going to tell you. I would say watch just to save you some fucking time because I already know how pressed for time you tend to be. Yeah, t- tweeted us. Yeah. yeah, tweeted us. Let us know. Watch. Tell yeah, Brian. But, but tell Brian take, how to live his life. Please, you have permission. <laughs> um, I do have. I can like take books with me. That's I can true. download books on my on my cellular device. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we'll see. I don't yeah. know. You let me but, know. Uh, tweet at tweet at us or something. But you were saying about tree teleportation. Yep, I was. Oh, okay, that, that's <laughs> it. All right. Well, do you have any that more just questions? reminded me of that? Sorry. Uh, anything else going on? Any any other Shadowfell inquiries? Did I have? Mm, Sometimes yeah. you'll find demons in the Shadowfell, but like, ah, eh. that makes sense. That's not traditional. The, the, it doesn't really. Well, like, like, if you know as much about the planes as I do, nah, it doesn't make that much. Well, sense. I could see a demon like just going in there, like, and not really being fucked up by it. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, demons are not de- demons, devils, any fiends. Like they're not going to be affected by the shadowfell despair. They don't give a fuck. 
Like, no way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it makes as much sense as, like, there are a lot of Orcus cultists there. And I know Orcus wants to make the Shadowfell his, which is funny because he already owns, like, a few planes of existence in the Abyss. Um, but, uh, but death... Orcus wants to rule death, and since death and the Shadowfell are so inherently tied together, his cultists are there trying to take over a lot of the time. So okay. I guess they would summon demons a lot. So I guess that makes sense. So because you know Orcus is going to rule over an entire army of demons, but this guy sounds cool. I don't really know anything. He's about scary him. as shit. Yeah. Like like we haven't into gotten it. into anything nearly as dark as the demons and the abyss. Like that shit is gnarly. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. But uh, since we're so far off subject, I think we've ran out of things to talk about when it comes to Shadowfell. Yeah, yeah, for now. For, for now. now. For now. So, let's call it a game. Let's call it a game. The Dungeon Cast. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Uh Uh-uh. Not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often?